Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, you absolute legends? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. And in this one, we're going to talk about my seduction technique called the Tempe Turnaround. Tempe, what does that mean? Well, it only means that I created this while I was living in Tempe, Arizona. I lived in Tempe, Arizona for three or four years. It's where I got really good with seduction. Something I never talk about on this podcast is how when I moved to Arizona from California, I actually got an inheritance from my grandmother and all I wanted to do was learn how to get girls. So that's all I did. I basically paid myself to go out, be on the dating apps, cold approach, night game, top of funnel, all the stuff that I teach my boys to do now. And all I did was master getting good with girls. And then I eventually moved to Colorado, started this business. The rest is history. And by the way, the reason why I had to leave Tempe, Arizona, Scottsdale, Phoenix is because I got a really bad reputation, which is part of the reason I always tell my boys to be very careful when you get this superpower, because you will get the superpower when you come into my program. But if you're not careful with your reputation, it can blow up in your face and Girls wouldn't talk to me. They wouldn't deal with me because they all knew about my reputation. I had to literally go to different cities. I had to go to like Peoria and like I had to drive a few hours just to be in an area where nobody knew me. And I was like, fuck that. I'm moving to Colorado. And then I was very smart about how I did it from that point forward. But this thing, the Tempe turnaround is from Tempe, Arizona, where I mastered this. And Arizona is a great place, man. Uh, Good people, good vibe, a little bit hot during the summer. And I definitely thought it was a little bit too brown for my taste. There wasn't enough green, which is why I moved to Colorado. But good state, good people, lots of hot chicks, especially the ones that go to Arizona State University. Oh, my hell. And all the girls that go to Scottsdale, there's tons of fine girls in Arizona. So this one was created in Tempe, Arizona. So that's why it's called the Tempe Turnaround. Yet another seduction technique. You know, I listen to podcasts myself. I keep my thumb on the pulse of the industry and I listen to competitors podcasts. And what frustrates me the most, and a lot of you guys may relate to this, is they never give you techniques. It's always like 10,000 foot perspective stuff. Like, be confident, find a great wingman. If you go out alone, have good energy. There's never like, actual techniques. Like this is what you say. This is what you do in this situation. I love to give you guys tactile techniques. I want to give you a vault full of what to say in every single situation, what to do in every single situation, not just theory. And I think a lot of podcasts do that. I was listening to a podcast the other day and I was like, oh my hell, will you just fucking get to the point? And I know I do that sometimes too, particularly when I ramble on about my three-month coaching program, but I really try to deliver my points succinctly and get you guys the information that's actually going to work for you. And I'm going to do that again today. Before I jump into the content, super quick, want to thank you guys who have left me a review. If you leave me a review, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. I will send you the conversation sniper, guide to the female orgasm, and three texts to build massive attraction in women, impress your friends, baffle your enemies. Gentlemen, when it comes to this niche, I don't want you to be slack luster. All right. I want you to step to the plate throw a fucking fastball right on the top corner of the plate, right at the edge of the strike zone, lifting vertically where the batter swings on it. He doesn't even know what happens and take your fucking team into the postseason. All right, let's step to the plate. Let's improve our game. If you want to do that, 
You know I have my three-month coaching program. Sign up at the link below. We will take you and your team into the postseason because you are a goddamn fucking champion. And if you leave me a review, email me. I will send you all that cool shit. So much good stuff that I have to give you, including what I'm going to talk about today, the Tempe turnaround, which I discovered when I lived in Tempe, Arizona. All right, so this is how the Tempe turnaround came into existence. I was gaming girls like no tomorrow, dude. It was fucking crazy. On some days... I would literally line up three dates, three dates. It was a little much. I found that two dates was probably the most you'd want to line up, but I would sometimes line up three dates, not only from the dating apps, but actually mostly from cold approach, just approaching girls in public, night game, going to bars, nightclubs, and like I said, top of funnel. We had a great top of funnel idea, which maybe I'll do on this podcast, where you're in the alpha position, all the girls come to you because you're the leader, and then you cherry pick which ones you want. It was ridiculous. So a lot of times I wouldn't text girls back, right? Like I'd get their phone number, I'd text them, they text me back, and then I wouldn't text them back, or I just wouldn't text them all together. So many times I'd run into these girls again at the nightclub. So I'd walk in, I'd be like, oh my hell, there's that chick whose number I yanked. I don't even remember her name let alone remember to have texted her last night, damn, she's going to be pissed. So sure enough, they would get pissed. So oftentimes they'd come up to me and be like, I can't believe you didn't text me. So one time I was out and when you have a lot of girls, you just think freely and you don't really give a shit about what happens. And that's where the real creativity happens. That's why I think I have a lot of good lines is because I've been in the trenches for so long. I've had so much abundance. I just throw shit on the wall and see what sticks and a lot of them stick and a lot of them are really good, including this one. If you happen to get a girl's number and you don't text her and you run into her, what you do is you say that she didn't text you back. And this is called the Tempe turnaround. See how I turned it around? I blamed her for not texting me. So she came up to me and she's like, I can't believe you didn't text me. I'm like, yeah, I did. I texted you like 35 times. You didn't text me. I was on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position, crying like a schoolgirl and a little bit embarrassing, but I did piss a little bit. I kind of peed my pants because I was so bummed out. She's like, no, you didn't. She's like, I'll check in her phone. She's like, see, I don't have you in here. And I'm like, let me see that thing. Oh, I know what happened. You, What is this, Verizon? Okay, I use AT&T. That's why it didn't happen. We just can't connect like that. That's why. And she's like, you didn't text me. I know you didn't. I'll be like, no, I did. I did. The problem is, is you didn't text me. And I'm so destroyed. I can't talk to you anymore. Goodbye. And then like, you'll walk away. So she's sitting there wondering, did he really try to text me? And I just didn't get it. And it kind of alleviates her being pissed off while at the same time showing that you don't really care so much because maybe you did text her, maybe you didn't text her, but you make a joke out of it, thus turning it around on her. So anytime a girl would be hurt by something I didn't do, I would say I did do it, but she didn't get the memo, right? She's like, I can't believe you didn't do X, Y, Z thing. I'll be like, I did do that. I couldn't believe you didn't react to it. I couldn't believe I didn't get a thank you letter, which by the way, is still due immediately on my desk by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. I can't believe I didn't get that. I am so destroyed by you right now, Kelly. We can't be friends anymore. It's just every time I'm just going to cry. Every time I see you, I have to go. I have to go and you walk away. So turning it around, not only in that aspect, but in a few more that I'm going to show you is effective because it shows that you're kind of like that higher level dude who you don't really care if it goes well. How would a guy take a girl's phone number and not text her unless that sub communicates that he has a lot of options? So you can actually use this as a technique where 
if you know you're going to see your girl again, you can yank her phone number and specifically not text her because you know you're going to see her again. And then do the temp you turn around, accuse her that you texted her 30 times in a row. You're a stalker, Texas Ranger. You're obsessed with her. You literally have a poster of her on your ceiling, which is something I say in the right context, which I'll explain in a second. And you can't believe she didn't text you back. You're so butthurt. You're on the corner of your bed in the cannonball position, spraying diarrhea and crying like a schoolgirl because it affected you that much. Now, when I say you have a poster on your ceiling of her, you have a statue of her in your backyard, that's the kind of joking I do when she doubts that I'm as into her as she's into me, which when you have abundance, they should be doubting. You want them kind of doubting like, does he really like me? And let me ask you guys this, how much should you communicate to her that you do like her? That's right, about 80% of her liking you. So if this girl I run into in the nightclub is really into me, I yank her phone number, then I don't text her and I say that I'm super into her, she's wondering, is that true? Did he really text me? And I'm communicating that I'm about 80% into her as she is into me, but by saying I'm super into her, the poster on the ceiling, the granite statue in my backyard, the picture of her on my wall that lights up in neon every time I walk in and it's triggered by a motion detector, I really go extreme in those ways to have her kind of thinking like, why is he, why is he saying this, but he's really not chasing me? And it's that kind of hot, cold, push-pull confusion and mystery that's really good to give to women. Okay, another turnaround I do, and I believe I mentioned this a few episodes ago, is if I say something really horrible, I turn it around and I say that she said it. So for example, and I did say this in a previous podcast, I love animals, they're delicious. That old joke that carnivores use, right? And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. You say to her, I can't believe you just said that. Or I can't believe you just did that. You turn it around on her. So anything that you do, don't text her back, fart really loud, do something or make a joke that she doesn't agree with. You say, dude, I cannot believe you just did that. And what I like to say is you owe me a letter of apology due immediately. So you're constantly turning it around on her, not only in the way that I didn't reach out to you and I'm hurt because I'm saying you didn't reach out to me, but also anything that I do, it's kind of like your fault. And that's the essence of frame control. Frame control is your reality is the strongest thing for you. Therefore, no matter what you do, you make no apologies for. And in a way, you can turn it around and kind of blame it on her, right? So if the date goes really bad, in your mind, you should turn it around. It's her issue. She wasn't interesting enough. She wasn't fun enough. She kind of fucked up. If the conversation goes bad, you do the tempy turnaround in your own head and perhaps even to her, it's her issue. Why didn't she bring better conversation? Why isn't she more interesting? It's her issue, the tempy turnaround. So if I'm talking to a girl and she's like, this conversation's boring, I'd be like, yeah, it is boring. Why don't you tell me something interesting? That's part of the tempy turnaround where I'm turning it around on her and it's her issue. Okay, not only do I do that in conversation, not only do I do it in the way where if I do something she doesn't like, I say that she did it. Not only do I do it where if I don't respond to her, I say that she didn't respond to me, but I also do it in my head where anything that goes bad or anything that she doesn't like, that's her issue. It's the Tempe turnaround, turnaround, always flipping it, the frame on her where it's her issue, she's not socially savvy enough, she's not funny enough, she doesn't have enough life experiences, 
And the creme de la creme of the Tempe turnaround is if she rejects me, that's because her filter is broken. Look at how I frame that. If she rejects me, quote unquote, her filter is broken. Has nothing to do with me. Why? Because I'm internally validated. I know I'm a champion. I literally think in my head when I'm going up to talk to a girl, this girl is so stoked she's going to be talking to Mark Singh. What's your name, brother? Yes, you listening right now. What's your name? First and last name. Okay, from here on out, every time you walk up to a girl, I want you to think she is so stoked to be listening to fill in the blank, whatever your name is. And if she doesn't like you, Tempe, turn around. Her issue. She can't deal with it. She doesn't have a good enough filter. She doesn't recognize greatness when his highness walks into the room. It was funny the other day, I was talking to yet another one of these chicks who wants to use the pronouns they and them, right? So I told her, okay, I'll use those pronouns, but you have to use pronouns for me of my lord and my liege. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, if you want me to call you they and them or whatever the hell it was that she said, then you have to use the pronouns that I want. Why do you get to decide what I say when I don't get to decide what you say? So yeah, my lord, my highness, my liege, my god, if you want, whatever you want to say. But you see how I'm turning it around on her. You have an issue because you can't stand people calling you what your gender actually is. So that's your thing. It's not my thing. I don't have to be burdened with the responsibility of calling you what you want because you're so insecure about your gender and you're so confused by what you actually are that I have to adapt my personality and my language to it. If I'm going to do that for you, you got to do it for me. My Lord, my Highness, that will do. And that's the frame, boys. It's always the Tempe turnaround. So anytime a girl accuses you of anything, turn it around on her. She tells you you didn't do X, Y, Z thing. Turn it around on her and say, yes, I did. You just didn't get the memo. Or yes, I did, but I was so embarrassed because I'm so obsessed with you that, you know, I left the flowers on your car, but then I just threw them away and stomped on them because I'm so insecure. And the poster of you on my ceiling and the statue of you in my backyard, I just feel insecure about how obsessed I am with you. This communicates to her that you have a strong frame. And then she's wondering, does he like me? Is he not into me? Why didn't he text me back? But he's saying he did. Did I miss his message? And then it creates that mystery and that confusion. So the Tempe turnaround is just as it sounds. You can even just take out Tempe, okay? It's a turnaround that you constantly want to do when women frame check you, when they accuse you of certain things, when they say you didn't do XYZ thing or you did do XYZ thing and it was a bad thing, turn it around on them. And finally, boys, the Tempe turnaround works into my all-time favorite frame control tactic, which is to make it all about the other. All about the other means all about her, means all about the other person, whether it's a female, your boss, somebody you're talking to in public, another dude, a friend, it's always about that other person. And this works into the Tempe turnaround concept where if they question you, you flip it and question them. That's all you are, bro, is you're a boomerang wrangler. Is they throw the boomerang and you just go, and just throw it right back to them, right? You just redirect it right back to them. So if they say something like, oh, your Instagram is so stupid. You have so many wannabe pictures on there. You're trying to be high value. You're trying to just take pictures with girls and show that you're super attractive. How would you reply to that if it's all about them? All right, you're a fucking boomerang wrangler, brother. He throws the boomerang. All you do is redirect it right back at his goddamn throat. How do you do that? He's looking at your Instagram. He's obsessed with you. He's focused on you. So what I'd say is, whoa, 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 dude. 
you're looking at my Instagram and like looking at all the pictures and assessing that I'm a dipshit because I'm with all these girls and I'm taking pictures in high value places. Little creepy, bro, that you're stalking me on my Instagram like that. Hey, listen, I know you're obsessed with me. I know you got a picture of me on your ceiling and a statue of me in your backyard with, of course, lay champion chiseled in the granite beneath my feet. But relax, bro. This stalker Texas Ranger thing you got going where you're obsessed with me, it's a little much. So slow it down. And that's the Tempe turnaround, also known as reframing, where you make it all about the other. They question you, you throw it back to them. They say your legs are skinny. You say, why are you staring at my legs? They say that shirt is stupid. You say, why are you trying to take off my shirt? They say you're gay. You say, dude, do you want me to be gay? Are you trying to get me to suck your dick? It's a little creepy, bro. How are you trying to get me to hook up with you, okay? I know you're gay, but relax, man. I'm not into that. So it's always about the other. You're turning things around, not only on females, but also guy friends. Anybody in society who questions you, you always turn it around. It's always their issue. The Tempe turnaround, gentlemen, make it part of your lexicon, make it part of your seduction skill set. When you go into the field the next time and a girl questions you about anything, just be like, oh, dude, what was that thing again? All about the other. Turn it around, throw it back in their lap and make them answer to you. And that's the way it all works. Extremely fucking effective. That's it for me in today's episode, gentlemen. As I said, if you please leave me a review, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you those three awesome programs. We are also open to you if you'd like to apply and speak to us about my three months coaching program. You think my podcast is good? I save the creme de la creme for my clients. And yes, they all get the results because this shit is good, man. This shit's gold and this shit fucking works. So once again, I appreciate you listening. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I will see you in the next episode.